Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast, a podcast all about purpose, vision, and mission in life and business. The goal? To help you discover purpose, launch your vision, and impact the world through your unique kingdom-driven purpose. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Rivera, and today's episode 18, Three Steps to Handle Toxic People. I don't know about you, but leadership and anything that puts us in authority over other people would be much more easier if we didn't have to deal with people, huh? But we do every single day, whether you have kids, you're married, you're in a relationship, you have family members, you have friends, you have coworkers, regardless of the situation, dealing with people and being around people is a way of life. And we have to develop the skill sets to be able to think right, react even better, and then execute certain skill sets within the words that we use and how we react to deflect toxic people and then to bring good people into our lives so that we can live a more anxiety-free, peaceful life. To get started, I just wanted to give you guys some scriptures to go along with uh, to go along with this podcast. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33, it says, "Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals." And I always teach this to my kids. Do not be deceived meaning don't let people come in manipulate you. Don't let anything try to convince you that bad company does good things because the scriptures here says bad company ruins good morals. And I'm sure you have all experienced that. No need to go deeper into that. Then you also have uh, Psalms 51.10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. This is David just acknowledging that, man, what's inside of me, what's inside of my heart, I don't want it to be there. And I'm acknowledging that it's not clean, O God, so please renew a right spirit within me. And this is going to go along with the first uh, step that I'm going to give to you. And it's a liberating step, but I want you to keep Psalm 51.10 in in your heart, as well as Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 to 32, where it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander, good Lord, that's a lot of stuff, be put away from you. And why does it have to be put away from us? Because it can be there. Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander are all things that will live in our hearts and will spew out of our mouth if we are not aware of the things that can start to percolate those inside of us. And then it goes along with malice. So even adds malice in there. But it says, on the contrary, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgives you. And in Proverbs, the last one, 22, 24 to 25, it says, Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. So there you go. Bad company produces bad fruit. Make no friendship with any person that is given to anger or wrath, or your ways will become entangled in their ways, and the reflection of who you are will start reflecting their their anger and their wrath, and you will learn their ways. Bad company spoils the bunch, and that's usually what happens. So in this first step that I wanted to give you guys today is, again, this is an understanding that I have come to learn, and I believe 
that it's also going to help you to have a clean perspective of what we're dealing with in the world. And number one, we just got to understand that there's there's certain people that are going to be prone to be and act and show up in life a certain way, and there's some that are not. And regardless of who you meet on the path of life in your journey, it doesn't make everybody bad and it doesn't make everybody good. But we have to have a perspective that God is good and that there are good people in the world. And the Bible and the scriptures talks about this all the time. So real quick, there are people that are full of wisdom. There are people that are full of foolishness and there are people that are full of evil. It's just the way it is. There are wise people. There are godly people. There are foolish people. There are people that are out there that just want to argue. And then there are people out there that, yes, good and evil does exist. And there are people out there that are evil. And along life, you will encounter all three of these people. But it gives you a perspective to know that all of them are out there. And there's differences between these three categories of people. Right. So when you meet wise people, you guys know what that is. I don't have to really go deep into that, but you get counsel from them. Their life usually reflects their principles and their morals and their values. And they're more open to teach you their ways. And they're not as defensive as other people are. They have fruit in their life that is admirable. Things that you want to emulate, things that you want to glean from. You want to be in their presence and you want to ask them how they achieved certain things. So if you don't have anybody like that in your life, I highly suggest that you maybe uh, change your company, right? Or that you actually look a little deeper and maybe it, maybe you don't see it because you're so used to operating in a foolish mindset or maybe even in a blinded mindset. You know, Tony Robbins, one of the best motivational and leadership business coaches in the world, talks about blind spots and scotomas where, you know, we can do something for such a long time that we don't see what's in front of us. We don't we don't see what's around us because we're so focused on habitual things that have led us where we're at right now that it's very hard to see the grass that is green in front of us because we're so used to seeing the bad that is in front of us. So do an inventory and figure out if you do have wise people in your life and 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 glean from them and continue to move forward. And again, foolish people, that's again, it doesn't need much of an introduction because I think we've all been foolish. And then we do um, have foolish people in our life where they they blame and they always give excuses and they, when confronted with a problem, Problem. They usually don't have solutions, but they perpetuate why things are the way they are. They're always pointing the finger. They're never taking responsibility. And then more than that, they don't really make long lasting changes. And when truth comes into their presence, they usually st uh, stay away from it and they go back to their folly. A lot of Bible scriptures talk about that. And, uh, you know, 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived by these people. Bad company ruins good morals. They will eventually start start to um, rub off on you. And of course, finally, there's the, the evil people. And this is just this is just plain, simple people that intend to harm you. There are people out there as hard as it is to believe that their hearts and their minds are not uh, pointed towards God. They have a hardened heart 
and wise people um, just they they don't like them and they want you to go the complete opposite direction. These are the people that we know without a shadow of a doubt that we need to stay away from. It's the foolish people that we usually get encumbered with. It's the foolish people that we get entangled with. And um, I guess having this first perspective of knowing that there are three types of people that we're going to encounter will give you a better perspective of uh, perhaps looking into what are you surrounding yourself with because there are always going to be different categories of people. We get an option and we get to choose. And more times than not, at least from my experience, the people that I was hanging around was a direct result of my decisions. And now that I've changed that, things have completely modified in my life, and I'm really excited about that. Um, number two, number two is um, some people are just not going to change, guys. It's just the way it is. Um, you know, they, there's an old saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and that is 100% factual for most people. Um, you know, people who are wise, you know, we sometimes do foolish things, We're, and, and, and we don't mean to do it, and we recover really fast, right? But there are other people that, man, when, when they do things, they don't learn from them. They go back to doing the same thing over and over and over again. They don't take responsibility. They don't swallow the pill and say, okay, I'm going to change my ways. I see that what I'm doing is wrong. I see that what I'm doing isn't really advancing my life, my career, my family. Um, they don't see that. They're very judgmental and they're never going to change. So I don't want you to get into a position where you're trying to change the people that are close to you because you have to realize that you will get burnt out. You will get burnt out trying to change toxic people around you. So the second step is just to stay away from it and just to come under the acceptance that some people just won't change. And it's not to say that you're writing them off because just because someone can't doesn't change doesn't mean they never will. They just may not change with you. So whenever I encounter these kinds of people or if I'm around people that I'm finding myself um, getting my energy zapped because I'm trying trying to go above and beyond to make them understand something or to change their attitude. Um, I usually just stop and then I just give them up to prayer and then I don't surround myself with them anymore. And I think it's very important that if you find yourself in that category of codependency where you're constantly trying to change people, that you stop that right now, that you let it go and that you let them go on their own way and that you start surrounding yourself with wise people. Don't be around foolish people. Don't surround yourself around them and don't allow evil people to distort your view that there's wise people in the world because there are a lot there's a lot more good in the world than there is evil um, but there's a lot of foolish people as well and sometimes that can get convoluted and then we end up secluding ourselves and convincing ourselves that staying away from people is the best thing that we can do um, and that's just uh, furthest, furthest from the truth because God wants us to be in communion. He wants us to be in fellowship and uh, it's good to find good people because that's where we grow um, That's where we grow a lot and that's where we can advance a lot. Um, and then the third step, the third step, is the third one is learn how to spot these types of people. It's a skill set, guys. There's signs. There's footprints in the sand. You have to develop a a um, a roadmap or at least a checkoff list of saying, you know what? 
These are the kind of things that usually pop up for me. These are the kinds of things or characteristics or traits that usually show up that allow me to spot the kind of people that I do not want to be around, the foolish people, the toxic people. And you need to be aware of this um, so that you can uh, have a roadmap to follow where you're not continuously falling into the same trap. Right. You don't want to do that because these because when you fall into these traps, a lot of people don't get out of them. We get hurt inside of those traps. We and, and, and sometimes we don't recover as quickly as we want to. And we could have been at point C a lot faster if we would have had a checkoff list and if we would learn how to spot toxic people. So how can you spot toxic people? I'll give you a few um, a few points here. Um, they play the victim all the time. That's somebody that's toxic where they never take responsibility. Uh, they're always pointing the finger and everything is always woe me. The world is against me. Circumstances are against me. I don't, I always have bad luck. I'm always the person getting the short end of the stick. When you start hearing that kind of a dialogue and that kind of a story from somebody, then you want to stay away from that person. Another one that's very, um, apparent and uh, is they're never wrong you know um, whenever you try to bring them truth whenever you try to give them advice whenever you try just to speak to them in love and let them know that they did something that hurt you or maybe they did something or said something in a group setting and they're like oh stop being so sensitive oh come on man really uh, they're just never wrong you don't want to be around those types of people. Um, another one is is lying. You know, a, a lot of people, you know, we, we don't think lying is a huge thing for the most part because we've come under the deception that white lies are okay lies because, hey, we don't need to tell the truth all the time. And if we can sometimes sort of manipulate and lie, then it's somehow going to stop the, uh, the absorption of, you know, pain and or a scenario that we're trying to manipulate. So therefore, if we tell a little white lie, it's not going to be as bad. And when you start with little lies, they turn into big lies and then you become into a perpetual liar. So lying is a huge thing. Manipulation is a huge one. Um, making mistakes over and over and over and over and over again is a huge one. Um, uh, being very critical about themselves and about other people. That one's huge, guys. The critical spirit, that's, that's, that's a really toxic one because you never really look at yourself. It's always easier to point the finger than to look at yourself. And another one, and this is the last one that I'll say, is, is gossip and malicious talk about other people, is that they always have something to say, especially something negative to say about somebody else, whether how they look, how they're dressed, what they look like. Did you hear so-and-so? Did you see so-and-so? Oh, my God, how could they do that? How could she do that? Why is she wearing that? Why did he say that? Why is he... It's like, oh my goodness, a constant zap. And guys, when we can recognize these types of characteristics, then we're going to be able to put a hedge of protection around us because all of these things zap our energy. And we got to, we have to. It's important that you surround yourself with positive, like-minded individuals that are God-fearing, that are God-focused, and that have a purpose, have a passion for their purpose, that they're pursuing greatness, and that they're learning how to grow in God. They're learning how to grow in their relationships. They're learning how to grow with people, and they're learning how to grow as an individual. 
So we have to stay away from toxic people. We have to surround ourselves with positive people. We have to, number one, understand that there's all kinds of different people that are out there. And once we understand the three types of people that are out there, then we're going to get a better understanding that the world is a good place. We just have to be more wise on who we surround ourselves with. And then as we're doing this in the process of releasing people, we have to come under the realization that some people just won't change and that's okay. You have to be willing to let people go and bring new people into your life because you are not here to change anybody. That is the Holy Spirit's job. And then number three, learn how to spot toxic negative people when you learn how to talk and when, when you learn how to spot them you're going to have a game plan to avoid them and when you can avoid toxic people you are going to reserve your energy for better and bigger things in your life but if you don't learn how to spot them they are going to constantly take you out and you don't want that to happen so i hope this podcast helps you out there were just three simple steps that you guys can start to follow to help you spot and get toxic people out of your life because it can be an energy sucker um thank you so much for tuning in if you get an opportunity we greatly appreciate your rate and review for our podcast when you do that you help it you help us reach the world and it just allows other people to sort of get an idea of who we are what we've done and how it's helped you until episode 19 you keep going after your kingdom driven purpose i hope it ignites a vision inside of you that allows you to go after your vision and mission like never before god bless and we'll talk to you soon Thank you for tuning into the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast with your host, Angel Rivera. We hope today's episode delivered clarity towards your kingdom-driven purpose, ignited a greater vision for your future, and inspired a deeper desire to embrace all that God has for you. If you have any questions or feedback for new topics or episodes, please connect with us by sending an email to info at thekingdommindedcoach.com. And don't forget to share the podcast with everyone you love and care about on all your favorite social media platforms. Remember, we're better together and sharing positivity brings us one step closer to true fulfillment. Until our next episode, pursue purpose, embrace change, and impact your world one person at a time. God bless.